1: We've got heaps more techs here that we can clean out and get through in just a wee while. But right now we're going to catch up with the man of the hour. He's going to chuck on this headset and he's been very good to join us. And he's always good with his time. is Peter Burling. Hey, Pete, good to see you pal.
2: day, mate, going well?
1: Yeah, good. Gee, you'll be busy this morning. You're a million places at once.
2: Yeah, well we're
1: actually slightly quieter than normal. We uh,
2: obviously had a fair bit of wind go through last night so... They decided not to not to sail today,
0: um, and just pack everything down a bit more secure,
2: just to make sure we didn't have any any issues. But yeah, obviously plenty going on as well.
0: How do, how does that affect you, Pete? Not having the the practice session today, and uh, have you had a chance to get out there on the water and check the winds? And I'm making stuff up here, bouncing off the hills and so so to speak.
2: Yeah, well, we actually got a, a really short session yesterday, uh, just to get uh, out and shake down the boat, uh, check everything was working. Uh, obviously, we haven't sailed Amakura since it. Uh, um, got hit by lightning yeah. in, in Singapore. So it's, uh, you know, it's something everything seems to be working pretty well. But uh, to be honest, uh, the forecast looks pretty different for tomorrow than, than what we sailed in. So I think everyone's going to be in the same boat, just getting used to those conditions and, and trying to make the most of it.
1: Pete, oh, I've got to ask because like it seems like the biggest bit of feedback you get from the drivers and and the sailors on these boats is we're still learning how to sail them and gee whiz, the the big pieces of machinery that react differently in different conditions. Losing a practice day going into the penultimate event where there's going to be probably four teams (laughs) running real hot trying to get those two spots. What dynamic does that add to the sporting side of it and will there be a little bit of, wow, hidden kind of hope tomorrow morning in the first race? Tomorrow Um, afternoon?
2: Yeah, I would say... it's obviously incredibly important, but everyone's in exactly the same uh, boat, kind of ex- excuse the pun. But the, you know, <laughs> if someone obviously got a track practice day um, <clears throat> and a decent amount of training, to, and someone else didn't, then it's obviously you know a pretty good advantage. Um, so yeah, probably the Spanish are a bit ahead on, on that, having a, had a pretty good session yesterday. But no, it's um, everyone's in exactly the same situation. Yeah, everyone's trying to make sure they they can learn the configuration in the and the hour and a half of build up we have before the first race tomorrow. So it's yeah. Just about how how you make the most of that time and getting yourself prepared for that that first race,
0: Peter. Got to ask you. You know, like you've got the Aussies out in front. There's uh, three teams fighting it out for a position in the final. Do you think, like being a being a ex sportsman, the Aussies will play a tactical game here and try and keep someone out of the final, or are they gonna are they gonna
2: race to win? Uh, I, I personally think they'll race to win, um, but yeah, you have to wait and see. You have to. <laughs> to prepare for anything is to that be honest. part of
0: your
1: contingency should we ask Tom should we find out for you <laughs> should we go to the press conference and ask him what do you reckon he'll say
2: yeah well, I don't think it'll be this event anyway uh, to be honest uh, I think yeah everyone it, it, it's quite weird how the points work in, in this kind of configuration you, obviously you're trying to make sure you get through that top three but it's actually like each event is is something you're trying to win as well so no, I'm sure they'll uh, be going out for the win just like, like everyone else out there Um you know, and maybe it was close at the time and they're trying to secure their own spot that, that something had happened, but, you know, I can't imagine them taking someone out for the, the hell of it.
1: Yeah, fair enough. And th- look, they're, they're sailing pretty well. They have been all year, but when you guys are on, pretty hard to beat. So how do you get that consistency, and especially when you go event from event with different conditions and you've had the different boat to sail in Sydney and you've had your fair share of adversity. So is that consistency something that you can find with only two events to go?
2: Yeah, well, you know, definitely for us we've been trying to uh push super hard to to make gains in a, in a lot of areas and you know with that, you know, takes a takes means you take a bit of risk and um you know also probably lose a bit of that consistency. So, yeah, for us I think we've shown that we, you know, when we put it together we're, we're pretty hard to beat, but you know it's really just finding that consistency across the events, making sure we we don't have the the bad ones or the dips and um you know, but to be honest, we're just we're trying to build up to the final and make sure we're the best we can be for for San Francisco and yeah, you know, that's kind of what we've always said this year is we're obviously trying to yeah, keep putting our best foot forward but, you know, continue to, to push super hard to make sure we're, we're as good as we can come San Francisco.
0: Is there, is there a bit of anxiety, added anxiety uh, within the camp, Pete, and the team, you know, your home, in front of your home crowd? It's going to be packed here tomorrow, the amount of people that have come down to watch other boys all sitting in there, like, you know, a test match at home, you, you actually feel like, oh, I'm going, running out there in front of my, my parents and all my family. And I, is there that added pressure? Do you um do you think coming into this one?
2: Yeah, well, I think it's a more excitement for us. Uh, it's been something that, yeah, we've been waiting for this this event for for a very long time. Yeah, obviously we we're all super excited to be racing in front of home fans uh, last year, and then, you know obviously due to COVID it, it didn't quite happen. But you now to see the the way that the Kiwis have got behind this event, and the way Christchurch has got behind it, and you know we're just super excited to get out there and you know looking at the forecast for the weekend, uh, we couldn't ask for anything more. It looks like it's going to be absolutely amazing, and. I we're just looking forward to, to getting out there and, and showing uh, Littleton and, and New Zealand what is all
1: about. It's you, you mentioned it last night at Rod and Gun. It's amazing how many people have travelled. Like, it shows that truly you have captured a bit of a nation's attention here, and you'll be the first to admit the SailGP crew have done a hell of a job promoting it. They've got right people on board, and it really is picking up steam, so it's pretty cool to be a part of. Before we let you go, the question that he's, he's self-congratulated himself this morning on this show, it's... The rumour's been swirling that Jesse Chook is responsible for Scribe Not Many as the the flyby song. Can you <laughs> confirm whether that was his or is he self-congratulating and it is, does he need to be pulled into line by um, the team hierarchy, aka yourself as the CEO?
2: Um, yeah, well, to be honest, that does change a little bit. But yeah, obviously uh, the Scribe <laughs> song came out in Singapore, which seemed to work out pretty well for us. So um, maybe we'll just have to, have to keep that one.
1: Well, it's a Canterbury icon, really. Not Jesse. <laughs> Screw yeah,
2: it. He's definitely, uh, definitely claiming a bit, bit there. But, um, no, he's um, obviously pretty close to the team, so it's you know, great to have him so uh, involved this weekend. Yeah, P- yeah.
0: Pete, i, I got to say, mate, the whole of New Zealand's watching this, and, uh, you know, on behalf of everyone in New Zealand, all the best bringing this event down here and showcasing what I think is, like, I've, I've been saying it since day one when we spoke to Blair and he said, you know, this is how we're going. I went home and watched it. Ferrari on, on water, like, just want to congratulate you and the team for bringing it down here and showcasing it. We're looking forward to it tomorrow. I can't wait to, to watch it. And um, we hope you go out there and, and deliver, you know, and get in that final in San Francisco. That's going to be so good.
2: No, nah, awesome. Hey, thanks for having me. And, uh, yeah, I think you guys almost got one of the best views in the house. So um, you're would be looking pretty up. lucky for the uh, media centre, I reckon, to um, get such a... <laughs> Such yeah, okay. a good such a good view.
1: Yeah, you might have to go um, get a boat somehow and try to go for a sail today. It looks pretty <laughs> 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 looks looks pretty good out there. As Peter Virlig, driver of the New Zealand SailGP GP team. Uh, we will be back to wrap up the show after this.